Hello there. This is Wale Olulano, the presiding apostle of Harmony Christian Ministries. I'm happy that you can join us today in our podcast. I pray today's message will encourage, edify, and illuminate your heart, wherever your circumstances may be. Please relax and enjoy. 2 Kings chapter 4. 2 Kings chapter 4. We're going to read from verse 8. 2 Kings chapter 4. We'll read from verse 8. The Bible says, and I read, Now it happened one day that Elisha went to Shunem. It's always about one day. So when you're reading the Bible and you see things like that, you stop and you do some claiming. One day, this is that one day. This is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to be glad and rejoice. It happened one day. The pain may have carried on for a long time, but it happened one day. Amen. It happened one day. Elijah went down to Shinam. The Bible said there was a notable woman. And I know there are lots of notable women in the house. She persuaded him to eat some food. So it was as often as he passed by. Please note something. The woman persuaded him. And then he said, as often as he passed by, which means it wasn't just one time, this man over a period of time was coming and going. He would turn in there to eat some food. So she said to her husband, look now, I know. The KJV version says, I perceive. (laughs) Amen. This is a holy man of God who passes by us regularly. Please let us make a small upper room on the wall. And let us put a bed for him there and a table. Now, who who are we putting the bed for? For him. He doesn't even live here. But we are making provisions for him. A table and a chair and a lampstand. So it will be whenever he comes to us, he can turn in there. Father, we thank you for the infallibility of your word. We thank you for the power. We thank you for the potency. We thank you, Lord, for the purpose of revealing it to our hearts for such a time like this. And I ask you, Holy Spirit, Lord, that you will help me to minister your word today with clarity. Father, help us to receive with grace. And to receive with faith. Lord, I pray that everyone's heart will be thoroughly furnished by your truth. Deliver us from everything that has limited our progress. And so, Lord, after receiving this word, may we run in the path of life. Thank you, Father. We give you glory and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Well, once again, I want to say happy Father's Day to all the men in the house, whether natural, spiritual, all the young boys, all the young men, all the old men, we say happy Father's Day to you. Amen. And as a ministry, we like to acknowledge particularly spiritual fathers and mentors in the house. People are ensuring that you are passing on something to the next generation. You are paying a great sacrifice integrity and you are passing on a legacy of love now that's not easy but that's what you're doing we thank god for your life because we're ensuring something good is passed on amen to our future leaders and that is one of the things that makes this service quite important you are saying that you know what this will not be limited to my time 
And I'm praying that in Jesus' name, there shall be no generation in this house that will lack impact. Those coming behind, no matter what their fashion, no matter what is going on in their time, they will wear God. They will be covered with the glory of God. Amen. In their time, in their generation, they will be witnesses for God. And a special acknowledgement, and God bless you to women who are acting as both fathers and mothers. Those single moms that are paying a great sacrifice, ensuring that those children don't grow up without a role model in their life. Even though there is no physical father present, but they are paying a heavy price to ensure that these children are raised in the right way. We say, God bless you, and may your sacrifices never be in vain in Jesus' name. If we should sum up a day like this, it will be in one word called honor. And that's why the title of my message today is too special to call common. Too special to make common. And that's you. You are too special to be called common. There's something about your life you must know. Something about the life of people you have placed in your life, they are too special to call common. To call common. Honor. Honor is not a concept that is loose. Honor is not a concept that has no definition. Honor is not a concept that belongs to a group of people that does not belong to everybody. Honor is not a concept that you can afford to ignore. Whether you are young or old, not at all. We told ourselves last Sunday uh, on the series of activating the realm of favor. We said last week that favor begins from God. Amen. But God in his wisdom has actually placed certain things in the hands of men. So even though favor comes from God, but God himself has ensured that certain things you are praying for, he himself has placed the answers in the hands of men. Now why has God done that? Because God wants to ensure that we have both favor from God and favor from men. And while many of us understand about the favor from God, God wants us to understand that no, it's also important for you to obtain favor from men. Now, it's possible to have favor from man and not favor from God, we said to ourselves last week. That is not the kind of favor we want. And that's not the favor we are talking about. Because favor from man and not favor that you are obtaining from God makes you to be men pleasers. He makes you to serve man and his earthly. But we are talking about having favor from God and favor from man. If you have favor of God and favor of man, God ensures that the things in your life are working out. It's called the kingdom principles. Amen. And that's the whole idea. That's what we are talking about. Many of us understand the principles of obtaining favor from God. But we have ignored men. We have said it doesn't matter what man thinks. All I want is God. I don't, need, I don't care what any man thinks. But God says that's not the way he works. There are many good meaning people who are working, they are serving, they are fasting 21 days after 21 days and they are wondering, God, when is answer going to come? And it's not because God has not answered them. No, it's because we are ignoring the key that God has put in the system. Now we are saying to ourselves, if we understand that this is something which you can actually operate, if it's something that you can understand, you will not live your life without favor. Because favor is something you can't do without. God does not want your life to be filled of labor. If all you are obtaining is the limit of your labor, you are a miserable person. And I pray that none of us will be miserable. So we told ourselves last week that the first key 
to unlocking that realm of favor is relationship. Understanding relationship, investing into relationship, knowing fully well that relationship is a cost. Amen. It develops over a process of time. We just read about Elisha and that woman. Relationship with men have twists and turns. Good days, bad days. But it does not mean that we throw it away. Every good thing has a cost. Whatever does not cost you is not good. Many people have abandoned good relationship because you know what? Something happened. You always have to think about what is the big picture. So last week we looked into relationship and I don't want to repeat all that. But it's important for you to know this is a build up. Because the twin brother of relationship is what we are going into today. What fits relationship is honor. So if you're looking into what grows the relationship is honor. Somebody say honor. So what is honor? I told us last week. That is a subject which we have talked about many, many, many times. But I was privileged to listen to a man of God that blew my mind and made me to understand much more again that knowledge is increasing, ever unfolding. The Holy Spirit has not finished speaking yet. It made me to start looking at certain things I do. Wow, so these are keys. So what I'm doing is I'm teaching them as keys. And I borrow one of two of his principles or definitions. He defined honor, and I took that definition a bit further. Well, watch this. Honor is to esteem. Honor is the perception and the celebration of value. Honor is the perception, and I love the celebration of it. It's the perception and the celebration of value. You know, you can't say that you honor something that you don't celebrate. You can't. If you honor something or someone, you will communicate it. There is nothing like, you know, I honor, I honor you in my own way. I just don't say it. No, there's nothing like that. You can't honor God without communicating it to God. Right? You can't honor your husband, your spouse without communicating it to them. Honor has to be communicated. So it is, and also it has to be celebrated. Honor is to esteem. Honor is to recognize. Honor is to perceive value. That you are too special to call common. You can honor your wife and say, you know what? You know, you know I honor you, but I don't need to say it. There's nothing like that. Or honor your, your husband. No. So honor, it's about perception and celebration of value. We have to communicate it. Amen. The Shunammite woman that we read about helps us to understand this definition. You can understand the fact that this woman will have seen other men of God. There will have been other men of God passing by because she's a notable woman. So which means she's quite known in the city. So other people will have passed by. But the Bible said she saw something in this particular man. She said, I perceive that this man. You must understand that there is something about this man. You may see everybody else. Every father is every father. But your father is too special for you to call common. Amen. So this man, I perceive that this man is a holy man of God. And because of that, she communicated it in some ways. I discovered that every generation actually know what honor is about. Whether they are the young generation or the old generation, 
Every generation. It's just that we have gotten it in the wrong direction. It's called misplaced priorities. You find out that a generation, because of how they perceive honor, can spend a thousand dollars on a trainer. But the same person may not spend, may not be willing to spend hundred dollars on their parents. I don't say everybody. I'm saying in the perception. Because the perception of honor is in the wrong place sometimes. The way you perceive a person, the value you place on a person determines the seed you sow into it. Wherever you see honor, you see communication. You see celebration. That's what I don't understand how I can spend a lot of money on a wedding ring or engagement ring for a person that I don't really, really honor. How do I know that? It's not the ring that matters, friends. It is the, it's the way I carry that person. Do you understand what I'm trying to say now? So when you honor somebody, it goes not only in the thing you have given, in every other way you carry the individual. So honor requires communication and it shows by the seed which we sow. This woman showed us how honor is. Do you know every time that we fail to pray to God, we actually dishonor God. I'll prove it to you. We are saying to God, God, I got this one. I don't need you in this matter. I'll sort this matter out myself. That's what we are saying. Because we are saying to God, I don't need you to help me in this matter. Now when we run into trouble, we now go to God like a spare tire. And God said, but you didn't honor me before. Where did you put me? So, honor it's not something you see later. It's something, it's the way you carry it all along. It's how it develops. And there are certain keys I want to share with us about honor. But you see, so if that is honor, then what is dishonor? Because maybe to understand what something is, you need to know what it is not. What is dishonor? Dishonor, friends, it means to trivialize value. So dishonor simply means to trivialize the value or the usefulness of something or someone or a position. Dishonor means to take people for granted. The beautiful thing about honor is when honor is in the right place, honor gives access. So when you honor something or someone or a place, you have access. So when you dishonor, think about what happens. There is no access, right? So if honor opens the door, dishonor is a padlock. Amen. There are many people that can't understand why is my life like this? Why is it that I don't have certain access to certain things? You have to trace every trouble, every, every limitation to dishonor or honor. It's a question of how you honor. It could even be your parents. The beautiful thing about honor, friends, I want you to understand that honor is so powerful that honor makes a difference. Honor separates. Honor separates between siblings. It is not a question of your birthright or birth rank or birth defects. Honor makes a difference. The Bible says Jabez was more honorable than all his brothers. What did he do? He changed history. May you change history. Don't think honor is a thing that you have learned all. As a matter of fact, friends, we must be a people that are open. 
to changing. We must be a people that we allow our paradigms to change. Now, for that to happen, for you to actually learn, you must be prepared to unlearn and relearn. But when your mind is closed, I know it all. I know everything. Then there can be no change, no transformation. So, you see, the first key to honor because of time is recognition. The first key. If you want to be a person that I want to ask yourself, really, do I really understand this concept? Recognition. Unless you recognize value, you don't honor. You know, if you get to an office and you don't recognize that that secretary is an influencer, that gate man has power to let you, even though you have been praying and fasting for days, and God is ready to help you. God has said to you, I've gone ahead of you. And you are looking at seeing the CEO, but you disrespect the PA. Now you have just limited what God wants to do in your life. And it's not because God has not done it. It's because you, cannot obtain, you have not obtained the favor of man. Because you didn't recognize who God put in place to be a blessing. Do you get my point now? Recognition is so important. If you don't recognize actually the power of, of certain offices, if you don't recognize that God put them in that place for a reason, that person or that office or that individual can be the very person that you're not going to take as a prayer point later on. This woman said, I perceive there is something about this man. Have you ever perceived something special about People that God gave to you. Because until you recognize it, you don't honor it. You don't honor it. A number of times I've done things on this subject, honor. I remember I did a two or three part uh, teaching on the rewards of honor. But then I was talking about when you honor, these are the rewards of it. And in that particular series, I mentioned the five categories of people that God wants us to honor. I said, God wants us to honor the first one, our parents. Our parents. The Bible tells us in Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 16. It says, honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you. So it's not up to you for you to choose. You can't pick and choose. I do it if, if they make me happy. Honor them as God has commanded you that your days may be long. May your days be long in Jesus' name. Now I love the next one. He said, and that it may be well with you. You know, it doesn't matter how you think your parents were either educated or not educated or whatever the thing is. If your parents are praying for you, please receive it. Even if you are the Pope. If they are speaking blessings over your life, receive it. Be doing amen. Let your focus be in that prayer at that time. Not that I need to go now. There is a blessing that comes from a parent. There are people who keep on going all over the whole place because they said their parent or their, somebody cursed them. So if curse has power, how much more blessing? That it may be well with you. Now, in the land which the Lord your God is giving you, is giving you. Which means even whatever land you see right now is not all, it's not the total land you're going to see. That is the land God, God's going to give you. Amen. 
Number two, we spoke about honoring spouses. In 1 Peter chapter 3, Peter started telling us about Sarah, who obeyed Abraham, called him Lord. What he's saying there is she honored her husband in the way she spoke and related to him. He now went on to say in verse 7, that husbands, therefore, you should likewise dwell with them with understanding, giving honor to the wife. So in both ways. You can't say that, you know what, it should just be your wife honoring you. You're not honoring her back. He said, remember that they are of the weaker vessel. That scripture, I always have issues with it because a lot of women are so strong. I'm not talking about physical strength. Even mental strength. Issues that women deal with many times. Men will just pack it aside. The next one, authorities. We're supposed to honor authorities. Authority is very, very important. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 13 verse 1. This scripture is very important. Please note this. Young people, please listen. He said, let every soul, which means old, young, everybody, Every soul be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God. Governing authorities. That's why we believe that any government official, we honor them. Because there is no authority that we accept on appointed by God. The Bible says we should honor them. Why is this important? Do you know there are many things you are praying for? But the answer is in the hand of an elected officer. Do you understand what I'm talking about? There are some people who have never entered a church, but they are the ones sitting on your breakthrough. This is why it's important to honor officers. Because you don't know who God is going to use. Amen. Ministers of God. This one we know very well. Honor ministers of God. 1 Timothy chapter 5 verse 17. 1 Timothy 5 17 says, Let the elders who rule well be counted worthy of double honor. What do you think he's saying there? That word elders means two dimensions. Elders, as in elders you see. Elders as in officers and ministers of God in the house. You know, said especially, you can you see now he's separating. Especially those. So elders in the house, ministers in the house, people, pastors, everybody. It's not only the senior pastor, but the elders in the house. You must count them as people who are worthy of double honor. The Bible says count them as people who are worthy of double honor. Especially those who labor in word and doctrine. Are you being blessed this morning? I'm just reminding us these are things you know already. So we honor parents, we honor spouses, we honor um, authorities, we honor ministers of God. And the last one, most important, we honor God. Yesterday we prayed from this passage in Psalm 29 verse 2. What is interesting is we're talking about the voice of God. But you see, the ability to understand and to flow in the voice of God is hinged on this verse, verse 2. Give unto the Lord the glory that is due to his name. That word glory is honor. Give unto the Lord the glory due to his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of his holiness. You cannot understand his voice without honoring him. Give unto the Lord the glory due to his name. Honor due to his name. 
You find out that when you begin to get close to somebody and understand how they talk and what, how they think, even they don't need to say it all, then their eyes can speak to you. So the voice of the Lord is not only audible. God can speak with his eyes. But God wants us to get to a point where it's not everything he has to spell out. Amen. The key is to honor. We said the first one is recognition of value. Recognition of value. Amen. Honor is communicated with the receiver in mind. I've forgotten the way I put it, but that's something like that. When you honor somebody, you honor it based upon the person you are giving it. Have you ever seen the queen being prepared for? The queen is coming to this borough. Probably in that event, she won't stay more than 15 minutes. But look at how long, how elaborate the preparation will be. It's not because the people doing it love to do it like that only. It's because they are thinking about the person who's going to receive it. In fact, the queen is too big. Let's talk about Prince uh, William. He's coming. They treat it the same way. You see old people running around because Prince William is coming to our borough. Coming to our school. So you think about the receiver of honor. Not just your comfort or your thought. The only time, my friends, that you don't think about the receiver of honor is when they are prostitutes and a hireling. Let me repeat that. The only time it does not matter what you do about communicating honor is when it is given to a prostitute and a hireling. In other words, what you want to give to this person is they don't have a choice, you just throw it at them. Your money is on the table. That's not really honor. The woman that we read about this morning, the Bible said in her honoring the man of God. I want you to think about the extent that she went into. She told her husband, honey, we need to do this. We need to prepare a place for this man that is always going around. She went into so much effort, not because she had nothing better to do. She's a notable woman. But she was thinking about the person she wants to honor. My dear friends, when you want to honor your parents, think about them. What you give to your parents is not a thing you should be throwing like you are giving something to a houseboy. Let's understand that the reason why many people mark time in life is because we don't understand this principle of honor. In fact, Jesus Christ hit this point. He hit it so bad when he was speaking to the Pharisees in Matthew chapter 15. Matthew chapter 15, verse 3. So Christ was speaking here. He said, he answered and he said to them, why do you also transgress the commandment of God? Because of your tradition. For God commanded saying, honor your father and your mother. He who curses his father and mother, let him be put to death. Okay? He's quoting from the law. He said, but you say, whoever says to his father or his mother, that mom, whatever profit I was meant to give to you, I have already dedicated it to God. So nothing for you. Now watch what he says. He said, then he need not to honor his father and his mother because that's what you are teaching them. He said, thus you have made the commandment of God of no effect. You find out that this concept of recognition, of value, is all over the Bible. There was a time the Saul was looking for his father's lost houses. Remember this story. And he got to this city. And then 
they got really tired. They couldn't find it. And then his servant said, shall we go to the seer? There is a seer in the town. He said, we cannot go to the seer because we have nothing to give to the seer. Now, here is a question. Did the seer ask them for anything? No. But honor requires them. He's saying that we understand we don't just treat people the same way. Honor will make you to know it's too special to be called common. Amen. So many examples in the Bible. Abigail was going after David. After her husband has just messed up. She told the guards, get the best of the house. Put everything there. Be going ahead. I am coming behind you. And then she got there. She came out. She had lit from her caravan or wherever she was riding on horse. And she came down. She honored him. When you honor somebody, you almost understand it's about the person. Now, David was not king. David was not. He was a bandit in the bush. But she honored David because of what she knows David carries. Why am I saying these things? Many of us young people, we need to understand that there is a level of honor that we are living out and that's not safe. We can camp on the open field for days because a celebrity is coming to town. We can travel across nations because we must see certain celebrities. But we have no such patience for the God whose breath we have in us. We need to repent. Whoever you think you honor, it will show by the seed you are sowing. The seed of priority, the seed of obedience, and the generosity, and the sacrifice you are making. To communicate honor to such a person. Is that clear enough for us? The second key. So don't forget that honor gives access. Whereas dishonor is a padlock. The second key. Honor is forbearance. The second key to honor is forbearance. If you're going to understand honor, you must understand forbearance. Now, forbearance is different from forgiveness. There are a lot of people who have failed to honor important people in their lives because they think that, you know, they're always getting on my nerves. The reason I can't stand my dad he gets on my nerves. I'm not going to call him on a day like this. He will get on my nerves. We're going to just fight. If he's your dad, he's your dad. You can't change that. Forgiveness is what you do because you think the person won't do it again. Forbearance is a state of mind that prepares you that he will do it again. Uh-huh. Just ask couples. There are th- if you want peace in your marriage, there are things that come with forbearance. You will live with it. When you forbear, you have positioned your mind so that there is no offense. And now this might be hard for us to understand, but that's the way to go. If you are going to honor somebody and enjoy the fruit of honor, which is favor, you must have forbearance. There are certain people in my life, and I'm telling you, fathers, that it is forbearance. You must understand that's how to go. When you don't forbear, you will keep on making lists of offenses. One more more time and you're out. Now, when you walk out of certain things, 
I want you to understand if it is God's ordained relationship. It's not the person you walk out that loses. It is you that loses. And the annoying thing is before you get to the door, someone else has replaced you. Amen. Forbearance. Forbearance is a key to honor. This is important, friends. Because it is one thing the church has lost now. We lose it so quick. I forgave you two times. I forgave you last time. Really? You know, when I didn't know better, I thought there are certain things that I can just leave out on this subject of honor. But years ago, when the Holy Spirit taught me about this forbearance, I realized that, well, I just have to just let certain people be. I'm telling you, my wife will say to you, your father is on the line. It is the way it has always been. It's the way it will be. It is the way it goes. Forbearance. It is the state of your mind. We prayed so much yesterday about offense. And while we were praying about offense, I was saying in my heart, oh, this prayer on about not having offense, do we know forbearance? Because offense surely is something you will come across. Amen. So what did we say? Honor gives access. Do you know something about access? Whenever you have access, do not abuse it. Many people have abused it and they have lost honor because they abused the assets that they had. Assets because you are close to the person now. You now feel you could do anything. I've seen you finish. Okay. You lose the value of that relationship when you abuse honor. When you abuse assets. Even with my pastor. And I want to say this. Particularly... My pastor, I'm going to say, you know, no, I've got two fathers. The political one. We were taught without being told. Wherever we go to, you don't take pictures. You don't say, sir, can I have a quick picture with you? The days before Buhari became president, whenever we met in this London here, you don't go and say, can I take a picture? Or the numbers we have, now pass it on. Hey, Minister Sam, here is the number. I have number of a governor, ex-governor, Why? Because you have access. You don't abuse it. God bless uh, Dickin Alex. I send him out every time. Go and pick Pastor B. They will pick him up. They will go to the city. Every I say, Pastor, uh, you know, Pastor B is there with about two governors. They're having this dinner. They're having that, 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 that. I'm in the car. One day, one of them insisted he should come in. I said, why are you coming in there? Stay in the car. When he went inside, he went there to pay. When he finished, they wanted to pay. He said, ah, they said somebody has come in here to pay. What am I trying to teach you? It's the same thing we were taught. Deal with wisdom when you get inside the room. Please, young folks, this is not some African stuff I'm teaching you. Go to Buckingham Palace. That's how you find it. Our children and this generation, I'm trying to say, that so many ways we are blocking future access because we treat what is special as common. I know what is important when you now get to taking important decisions, they will say, that person can't handle that. Doesn't understand diplomatic stuff. Because you are in a company, weekend training, you must understand, yes, though we are playing, all of us are here, we are playing. If the CEO comes and is playing with us, <laughs> yes, we are playing. But don't now turn him as common. Still do everything, but give the gap there. Because that makes difference. 
Even when they say, oh, you know, I'll beat you today. <laughs> I'm really good at this game. I will beat you, Mark. I'll show you, Mark. Eh? Mark will show you in the boardroom too. The third key to honor is genuinely celebrate those you honor. Please. Genuinely celebrate them. Do you know that honor has a body language and a voice? If you honor somebody, please genuinely honor them. Not the honor that you do with the lip service and you go over there and run them down. Because honor has a voice, it will show that what you are doing is fake. And such a thing does not come with blessing. Because remember, the whole purpose is there must be spiritual blessing behind it. So if you honor, uh, this man of God is coming to the notable woman's house. But look at everything she did. She did everything. She ran around. She did, you know, refurbishment of her house or redevelopment. She did all that, put the table in place, ensured that she was doing it for him. Now, friends, when the man is not there, who is in that room? Nobody. Because he locks it up. Remember that. How do I know that? Because when the son fainted, he said, take him to the room. They had to unlock the room. It wasn't a room that they are now throwing stuff. What you call special, don't make it common. Don't make it common. If your husband is special, make him special. If your wife is special, make her special. And it must be not if. So don't turn what is special to common. Don't make your parents common. Amen. Honor has a body language. The man of God could see every time he gets to that house, as the woman runs around, runs around, you know, oh, you know, you need to please come. The Bible says as often as he passed by. It was not one time. Did you notice something about that? The way she did it, it wasn't like, if you like, you can come. After I want to give you food. Excuse me? That man of God can do without your food. How much more God? Oh, when I get to God. There are keys of unlocking favor with God. It's in the Bible. Well, let me just give you one now. Even God said, God loves the cheerful giver. Did you see that? Which means, it's not just doing it anyhow. No, cheerfully do it. So when you want to communicate honor, please communicate it with joy in your heart. This notable woman celebrated the man of God. She didn't celebrate him with a prayer request. Are you noticing this? She celebrated him with meeting a need in his life. He travels around every time. I better make a room up here for him. Let me ask you this question. What if the man of God didn't turn into the woman's house once or twice after the room was ready? Do you know that's actually how offense comes to some of us? After all the trouble I did. The man did not even come. But the woman, all she said is, so that whenever he's coming, we don't even know how many times the man used the room. There are certain things you've done in the past for certain people, and you become offended. This is a day for you to get healed. Oh, I called them many times. I sent texts to them many times. They didn't even reply me. Keep on doing it. It's sowing a seed. The seed you think nobody sees, they see it. 
Oh, you know something about honor? Is your honor seed never, never goes unnoticed. I can tell you that. Mordecai saved the king. And Mordecai would have thought the king had forgotten. Nobody did anything. But God caused the man of God to, or the king to stay awake one night. Isn't it? And he couldn't sleep. What shall be done for the man that the king wants to honor? Can you see that? But Mordecai saw the seed. She thought it's gone. He thought it's gone. But God said, no, the seed of honor you sow doesn't go unnoticed. This is how favor comes and you don't even know what harvest you are getting. I really want to encourage us this day. There is something that I feel. It's a gap in all the spiritual efforts sometimes that we do. As spiritual leaders, we need to work on our honoring. We honor all kinds of things. But the people we should honor, how well do we do it? It is a honor for a parent to call a child or for them to say, yes, dad, what can I do for you? It's a honor. It is a honor for that child to even go ahead of thinking of what that or mom will need. That's even more honorable. Because I know you love this since I brought it for you. Do you like it? If you don't like it, I can change it. No, you have to like it too. You have to like it. Remember I said it, it's only a prostitute or a hireling that will not bother. A hireling will not bother. But we're not. And you are not. You are too special to be called common. Why you just rise with me this Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We do hope you have been blessed. Our special thanks go to all our partners who give generously to support our ministry. You are welcome to be one of us. We'd like someone to talk to you on any of the issues raised in today's message. Please do call us on plus 44-208-597-3110 or you visit our website on www.hccenter.org.uk. May the peace of the Lord guard you and keep you till we meet again. God bless you.